Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I've never had kava. It's like a word that I've heard a million times, and I've never actually uh, like kava lounge. Juice? Yeah, yeah. I always wondered what that was. <laughs> yeah, me too. Just some hippie shit. It's some hippie shit. <laughs> uh, Chris, bring that mic closer to you. I'm closer. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, move the tripod, probably. Yeah. So you can relax. However, you're gonna relax. So you don't have to lean in. <sighs> Got him. How's that? That's cool. Let's Test it. Yo, yo, check, check. I'll move it closer. A little closer. Boom. Boom. That's perfect. Boom. Let me see. I feel like we're Nardwar. You know how Nardwar puts the mic all up on people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Nardwar himself. <laughs> you can dig it. Yo. Uh, Everybody good? Yeah. <clears throat> You know that the, the do we still have the British voice in the opening of the show? Yep. Yeah, she uh, apparently is in Texas right now auditioning for QVC. Doing the voice? Yeah, doing a voice for something. Dude, that'd be dope if she QVC. got like picked up, and then we could say we have a celebrity voice. Yeah, yeah. I have it on on Burner Podcast as well. What? I have a bunch of recordings of her. That's why. Yeah. Totally bit our shit. Well, it's a it's a way to bring people in and make them feel like oh, this seems familiar to me. <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing about British voices. Like, they seem all, you know, sophisticated and everything, but yeah. that's so something only we believe here in America. <laughs> yeah, because I, mean, I met there. Peaky. Yeah. He's oh, Peaky's the shit. Peaky's a dirty motherfucker. Peaky's not a dirty motherfucker. I hung out with Peaky for a month. Define dirty. No, man. His mom might be listening. <laughs> his mom might be listening <laughs> to the crappy awesome podcast. You never know. His, his mom's really hip. Yeah. She's a hip hop head? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I said she's hip. <laughs> she's hip to it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's start the show. All right. Well, don't push the toilet. You are now tuned in to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. And welcome to another potentially laced episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your host, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Rush, even though nobody will call me Mr. With me is C Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Yeah. Is Kill C Ray? C Ray? Does it matter? I don't really care. All right. You just kind of respond to whatever sounds yeah. similar. Like, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> Same with me. Like, if somebody makes like a zh or R sound, I'll probably turn around and respond. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're, of course, brought to you by Amazon.com. If you are looking for, you know, I know I've done this before, but uh, maybe a baby name book. Maybe you want to come up with a name for uh, your child or potentially for your future hip hop career. How about hookah? You can get hookah. Yeah, you didn't want to. That, you didn't want to go with the audio. I, didn't want to go with I can no. name my. Do- I want to get a dog and name that motherfucker Hookah. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> some real shit. <laughs> little Hookah right there. Hoop. Hey, who? Yeah. Can you, get, can you get dogs on Amazon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You can purchase living animals. That would it, doesn't, it doesn't seem right yeah. if you could. If you, if you if you can't stop doing that, that's Amazon. very cheap. Yeah, they're like selling, uh, selling a life. There's there's websites out there where you could actually purchase like a box of shit, like animal shit, like deer shit or something that you just opens and impounds. I don't know for like fertilizer or whatever. Oh damn! And then um, there's also like other websites <laughs> as opposed for like food, uh, as yeah. opposed to yes. And there's like another <laughs> site where you could actually get like a box of bees. So I'm saying, like, if you really somebody pisses you off or laughing, that you could order those two packages together oh, and damn. potentially put some explosives in there, so something around the mail explodes and it's fucking okay. Shit hold on, hold on, attacking hold on. you. You're Middle Eastern. Yeah. I, was, I was going there, so I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and you just basically and said in a Middle Eastern hookah spot. A, yeah, yeah, and you're talking about making um, the B word. These are my friends. This is yeah, not yeah, the place to do yeah. this. <laughs> All right, I'll get to that story in just a second. Uh, anyway, you can purchase most of the shit, no pun intended, on Amazon.com. Uh, instead of going directly to Amazon, however, go to crappyawesome.com scroll all the way to the bottom of the homepage there's a banner there click on that 
And uh, whatever you purchase on Amazon through that link, uh, that gives us some change and helps us continue to bring you this show for free. Yeah. Well, only, it really is just some change. Only buy shit that you were already, already going to yeah, buy. Don't, already don't do us a favor. It. Yeah, yeah. Don't do us a favor. Well, the only fla- favor you'd be doing us is by going to Crappy Awesome yeah. rather than rather than directly to Amazon. Well, it's probably the only site you have saved anyways. Crappyawesome.com? Yeah, right. Well, I would hope that you also have platformcollection.com Very saved nice on there. Played. Make sure to check out our sibling podcasts. It's a good segue. Mm-hmm. You know, we always fuck up the segues, though, because I immediately like acknowledge you just did, it. Yeah, yeah, and then you explain. <laughs> Make sure uh, you check out the other sibling podcasts uh, on on uh, platformcollection.com. There's Wake the Flock Up. Wake the Flock Up. Hosted by Concepts on 14. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a delay over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is Culture Sessions, hosted by Malathion Archive, produced by Spock Beats. Yeah. Shout out to Chamber Records. Absolutely. Hey, I did it right this time. You did. In, in, in correct order. Uh, there's the Tumex Hologram Podcast, hosted by the Tumex Hologram and not by Tumex himself. <laughs> not not by him. Why? Because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have our he's newest... He's got a new episode out, by the way. He does. Yes. Finally. Pretty moving episode. Yeah. This, yeah, one, this, one, this one gets real. So he got real, yeah. serious one. Uh, but it's still enjoyable because he still will crack wise somewhere half through and you yes. lose your shit laughing. Yeah. Uh, there's of course our newest edition, Phase Two Radio. Make sure you check that out as well. Uh, all kinds of amazing, <laughs> all kinds of amazing shit at platformcollection.com. Go down there, get get lost down the rabbit hole of videos and amazing, amazing shit. Yes. Uh, is there something else? iTunes is. Oh no, no no no! Before that, uh, make sure you check out Open Mike Eagles podcast. Yes. Which Platform Collection does post production for? Uh, that is on American Public Media. I think you should just say production. It sounds better. Really? Yeah. Just produce the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> he's a talent, right? He is. We're producers. Yes. Produced a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will discuss this. Uh, Shout out to Open Mike. Absolutely. It's, it, it is an amazing show. And of course, uh, if you like uh, hippie shit, check out uh, Burner Podcast. Yeah. At BurnerPodcast.com, hosted by yours truly. Right on. Uh, tell them about Stitcher's and iTunes. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher or iTunes, go over to crappyawesome.com. You can listen to the show right from the front page at the Listen Now button, which is conveniently, conveniently placed at the top. Um, also, check out tunein.com. Uh, I have a confession. Mm. I wasn't really listening to TuneIn.com that much. Why Even not? though I know our show's on there. Yeah. Uh, and I went to check it out today prior mm. to the show. Okay. Dude, TuneIn is my new favorite. Really? Yeah. They literally have every episode of our of our show. Wow. Yeah. Actually, and it, it says that we have 175. So we have like two unaccounted episodes. What somewhere. do you mean unaccounted? Yeah, because I don't think we're at 175 yet. So did they, like number wise, did they accidentally throw in be, somebody else's podcast? I don't know. Maybe we had like a zero and like an extra. Somewhere. I think that's what it was. We, we almost did out. an extra thing. Oh. I think this is this might be one seventy five. I'm not sure. I don't know how happy I am about every single show being on there because I I I was terrible in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Why sure. would you guys call it crappy awesome? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, oh, we had the album. We had a yeah. We had a whole project we're, yeah. we were working on at the time called Our Crap So Far. It was yeah. just that we just dumped out a bunch yeah. of art and stuff that we had. You guys doing. have gear and stuff like Crappy Awesome. Yeah, you oh, can get Crappy Awesome shirts and everything. Crappy Awesome shirts. That's a dope. That's a dope. Like that, yeah, you got yeah. you got shit for girls. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, man. I would go. I would. Yep, booty shorts, crappy awesome for some chicks. We, crappy I mean, awesome. We can do rags. that. We got to have more guests like this. Yes. <laughs> that, that push our product for us. <laughs> it's just a cool phrase. Like yeah. I, would, I would wear yeah. crappy awesome, but I, would, I wouldn't even have a reason. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it was And now was you do. Beautiful. Yeah. Now you have a reason. Now there's a reason. Now, yeah, so it, tune in. Tune in, yes. Yes, go there. Yes. Uh, follow. It's cool because it's a little different than Stitcher. Like I was explaining to Rosh before the show, tune in has more of a social aspect to it. Mm-hmm. You have like your own page and your favorite shows and your favorite episodes you can post on there. Um, and shout out to all the followers. We got a bunch of followers on TuneIn.com. So check that out. You can download the app to your phone and listen to it and stream it. I got an app. Wherever. Yeah, multiple apps. Multiple. Yeah, yeah well, Stitcher has an app. Uh, TuneIn has an app. iTunes. iTunes. Well, Platform Collection is working on an app. Yeah. That's going to be dope. We will Maximize have one of those. the output. Absolutely. There you right. go. Yeah. So check those out. Um, and space. guys, thank you so much again for supporting. The numbers keep growing because of you guys. Um, and we have gotten your request. We get a lot of requests for artists. So just to let you know, the people who have been sending in requests, we are going to get them. And in fact, let me. I'll do something that I've never done. I just got an email um, from... A blog comment, and we're going to read a blog comment. Oh my God! Yeah, Chris, you control yourself. Kiefer Hyder just posted a comment. On, What's their address? Oh, don't say that. No. It says um, it, he he's he's commenting on the Mr. CR episode that we did okay. from uh, Good Life Bullies. You know, I think Mr. It's CR. Mr. CR. Mr. He spells it M I S T E R. That's Mister. I thought I saw M I S T. I think he says Mister. Uh, yeah, right. but it's Mister C R. Okay. Um, shout out to the Good Life, by the way. And uh, they, he said, can't wait for the roundtable interview. Apparently, we promised Mister C R a roundtable. Yeah, you promised that to every guest. Okay. <laughs> well, we're working on it. C R is definitely going to come back. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be dope in a, in a in a podcast. So shout out to Kiefer Hyder. Yeah. For for leaving a comment. We appreciate that. Yeah. Good to go. Love. Yo, so we have. Uh, we should we should clarify where we're coming from as well. We're recording today at is it Prince Hookah is the name of this place? Yeah, yeah. Used to be called the Egyptian Tea Room. Shout yeah. out to Prince Hookah. Uh, Prince Hookah is close to San Diego State, uh, as you can imagine. They have hookah. Yes. <laughs> and and very cheap. It's the cheapest hookah in San Diego for happy hour. It's like seven bucks. No shit. Is that I don't see. I don't even know what hookah prices are. I can tell you seven bucks is pretty fucking good. Really? What does it normally cost? I think the last time we did hookah with those Indian girls in downtown, it was like twenty five. Holy shit! But Indian girls are hot, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was the only reason. I can't we're believe doing we paid twenty five dollars. Yeah, no, we literally paid so that we have a place to sit down and hang out. We for didn't a while. even get laid that night. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Oh, still. that was a disaster. These girls. I'm gonna tell the story. Fuck it. <laughs> Wait, well, you should keep continue. Okay, so yeah. uh, Prince Hookah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Prince Hookah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice curve. Yeah. Perfect guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you about the girls, though. Yeah, yeah. So Prince Hookah is uh, it's close to San Diego State. It is on College Drive. Make sure just, you can just Google it and get the address. Uh, yeah. It's a good spot. There's a lot of parking around the neighborhood. It's uh, At first, when we got here, it was a little confusing. But once you pull into one of the streets, there's plenty of parking. Sure. And uh, yeah, come check it out. It's a cool little spot. Shout out to them for letting us do it here. Absolutely. Uh, cool people. I really like the spot. Should I tell the Indian girl story now? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they, uh, well, I mean, it's not a long story. Um, we were hanging good, out with them. Good, because we have to interview Chris Young. No, yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah, no, he, this is a Chris Young interview. Oh, he, he, is, he is intrigued. <laughs> I saw it. his eyes. He's like, what Indian girls? Tell me the story. I, Let me enjoy, hear. I enjoy the, the, the finagling of how you yeah. figure these things out. So oh. let's, let's see how this, so you didn't get laid was the end of it, right? No. Yeah, we gave away the ending first. Yes. This is like one of those cool movies yeah. where it works backwards. It works backwards. Yeah. Every it's guy like has more of these kind of stories. Yes, so yeah. Unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell them about the explosions. What's funny is that it was going off like really great. Uh, Like we're hitting it off and they were both fucking super hot. Me and and Chris and these two girls were hanging out at the hookah place. Yours was hotter. And um, this this conversation is happening between Chris and this girl 
uh, while I'm sitting there. So, and I don't know what the conversation was until after. Chris told me about it afterwards. Yeah. But they're talking and the girl is saying, yeah, she has a boyfriend and her boyfriend actually dropped her. I like, thought dropped he us said off. husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was husband. Yeah, it was dude, she was she's married. married, and her husband dropped these two girls off in downtown to have a girls' night. Yeah, and the dude has like a broken leg. <laughs> it was like a disaster, <sighs> and so she says to Chris, um, "Well, I mean, I don't think she's gonna like like cheat on him and make out with him or anything." And in that exact second, both of you look over and we're making out. And yeah, and she's <laughs> cheating on him, making out with a, another Chris. Obviously, not me. Not, no, not, not you. you. No, no, no Chris. not Chris Young. Okay, well, K- kill C. Ray Young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, maybe we gotta call you C. Ray for the rest Kill of the show. Kill C. Ray Young. You just call me Kill C. Ray Young. <laughs> Kill C. Ray Young. <laughs> I'm gonna take on everybody's name as they C. Ray Young, the rapper. As well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kill C. Rago Ross ever. Yeah. So the, just the rest of the night was a, us bouncing back and forth between this is a terrible situation to be in, but fuck, they're hot and they want to come back. Well, to you our forgot back. that I, I had to like give you the information. Yes, that's deep. That yeah. was it because uh, you had already gone in. Yeah, oh, yeah. you were in. Did you I guys see her get out the car? Did you see the guy? No, no, dude, we no. didn't know. No, no, we wouldn't have done that. See, when yeah. you hear information, okay. it's not the same as if you see it. So Absolutely. Really just to, you know. Yeah, it's true. No, it was no fault of ours is yes. what I'm saying. Yes. No, no, no. We, we saw them at the bar and the reason they caught our attention is because they were just staring us down. <laughs> yeah, like they came out to do some work. Yeah, was this, was this at Lulu's? No. Okay, no. we ain't got to put businesses out there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we could just ride to the ride to the interview now. So, uh, Chris, is, is Lulu's a good spot to That's go pick up married off. Indian women? Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Beautiful. Yo, Chris Yuck, thank you so much for joining us, man. What's up, man? We should probably introduce our guests <laughs> after telling our own sex stories. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yo, How you feeling? I'm, so I'm Chris. I'm well. My name is Chris Young, mm. but. When I, fir- when I first started rapping, it was Young One. Mm. And then I lost a battle at Scribble Jam, and I changed it to Chris Young because I was like, fuck this, I'm just going to do me. Fuck this Whoa. rap shit. Oh, I thought you battled for the name. I battled as Young One. As, as Young One, yeah. And I got to this last round and lost. Yeah. And so I was so mad that I changed my name to my real name. Then I get, like, anger plays on my life because then I'm mad and I drop a project. Like, it's going to be the shit. People start Googling it, and the country singer comes up. He's the number one, like, country singer. Oh, one of the number true. one. And the baseball player. Yeah, well, I thought the, the baseball player. Yeah. And I was, I'm so stubborn. I was like, nah, I'm so good Yeah, I want to write it out. I was like, I'm so good at rap. Yeah. People don't care. They're going to find me. <laughs> and then, like, years pass, and it's like, you're on you're on TV tonight performing at something. I was like, no. They're like, Chris Young. We, oh, that's not true. <laughs> then I was like, all right, Chris Young, the rapper. That's what I'm going to do. That must have worked out in your then, favor to some extent. Then Chance, the rapper, blew up. Then yes. I was like, fuck, fuck. Man, this is Bullshit. <laughs> so now I'm at C Young, and C. If, I, young. if I if I lose this, I'm just gonna be a the, the dot in between C Young. Yeah, I'm gonna just be dot. God, that would be dope. The yeah. artist formerly known as C Young. Yep. Uh, you should be a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna probably do the prints. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can for dig sure. it. That'll be just impossible to Google though. Yeah, you're nah. fucked, and that's yeah. Shit. Like for uh, uh, for clarity, the the way I um, came across Chris was actually through Peaky first. Mm. Peaky, um, uh, friend of the show, yeah. part of the Fresh we Day. almost went through three episodes without mentioning Peaky. Yeah, <laughs> he gets mentioned every yeah. episode. <laughs> um, and uh, he had just told me he's like, "Yo, you got to check out Chris Young." I think he met you through Dove, maybe, okay. possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, and then I checked him out, and I was like, "Wow, this dude's dope!" And I saw the you know the wake up show stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, then I kind of just went down the rabbit hole. And you were a part of another, you were part of another group, I mean, right? Yeah, I'm in a band called Vibe. It called Vibe, right? Yep. And it's is it a two man thing? It's just two people, me and Rossi. I was I was gonna have him come through. Yeah, but, um, he he's at work right now, but um, Vibe has a, a number one where the I is, so it's like V number one B. 
we just changed that too because like we were dealing with legal shit. Too, yeah. so it's <laughs> God damn been, it, yeah, the name that's thing. Why, that's why when y'all said crappy awesome, I was like, oh y'all, y'all working with that, right? <laughs> that sounds original. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently nobody else wanted to call themselves crappy awesome. Yeah, which I'm, which I'm totally cool with. with. I was yeah. also in a group called Awesome Sauce. Oh. Awesome Sauce is yeah, good name. Awesome Sauce. Did you guys copyright that? I, it kind of exists. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That, that was like a dubstep idea. I, I'd be on some, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that that is one of the things that I noticed about just your collective work is, uh, I mean, and this is something that I can really appreciate. It just seems like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, you just make what the fuck you want to make. And it, yeah. it that becomes very diverse because and this is a, a weird thing. I've always like, We've always had this conversation on this show too about um, like diversity in hip hop and and like the what people think things should sound like. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a long conversation with Mike Eagle about people defining like what hip hop is. Yeah, and you know, people are still to this day trying to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of things that can be said. You know, about we we people who who are into hip hop who appreciate the culture understand the elements of hip hop. Yeah. But beyond that, it doesn't seem like there should be, at least in my opinion, anything else beyond the elements because it's individual, right? Exactly. It's like life. If like life has fire, water, whatever. Like yeah. Life only has a couple elements, but right. then you have so many chemicals on the periodic table. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like every rapper, every person has their own makeup. And then like if people get caught up in what it is, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, well, mm. You know what I mean? I mean, have you, were you like that from the beginning? Uh-uh. Uh, I started out, um, I didn't even like rap when I yeah. was a kid. I liked, like, pop. I liked, like, NSYNC and shit yeah. when I was in, like, sixth grade. That, that, then, is, the, that is the boldest statement a hip-hop artist yeah. has ever made on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, I went to, uh, my family's from New Jersey, and my mom was a rapper, and my, my uncle uh, is a DJ and a rapper, but they, just, like, put music in my life, and I never really saw it be the same way because when your family has it it's just different for yeah. me personally I'm like yeah. oh yeah that's that rap yeah for sure I, that's that hip, the message I like that song whatever and then um, when I went to Jersey I was in a uh, a basement and my uncle was DJing I was like 12 and my cousin was rapping and he was freestyling and I never saw that in person I only heard freestyling on the radio or uh, you know like, like mixed shows and yeah stuff, shit yeah. like that so he started freestyling and he, I realized he was like not knowing what beat was going to come on and was rapping on it. And I yeah. was like, you guys didn't make this song up? Like, and I, I, I have this video somewhere. One of my friends has it. I, I like lost it or some shit. I got to look for it. But I'm literally tripping the fuck out because I'm like, this is the crazy, like freestyle when yeah. I was 12. Just I just, the, the concept of it. The concept of like, I'm improvising rhymes at this time right yeah. now. Mine it was a mind blowing, and I tried to freestyle my cousin, and I was saying the corniest shit. Because like, if you're listening to NSYNC in sixth grade, yeah, you start true. freestyling. Yeah. Your reference points are there. Yeah, you're like, and I'm yeah. like, love in the sky. We're yeah. not all the <laughs> Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was like I never uh, associated street shit with things I should just be saying in rap. So like, difference between me and like other people I saw rap is if they saw something negative, they embraced it. Yeah. And I was afraid of it. So like I never rapped about like the same things which made me seem different as a kid. Yeah. And then as I grew up, I still kept that aesthetic, but then it's like when life happens and shit and you're like going through, you know, hip hop and what's this and what's that, you get judged a lot. And so I've dealt with like mad judgment and I've just kinda like said, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's crazy though, dude, because the type of artist you are, and um, I mean, and the accolades you've received, 
you know, even in the short period of time that, you know, you, I mean, cause there's always that, that point when you're rapping, you're creating, you're creating art sometimes inadvertently. Mm-hmm. And then there's that point where you decide like, okay, I kind of want to do this. Like, I really want to do this, yeah. you know, like I want to maybe make it a career or whatever, whatever your pursuit is, but it, it becomes kind of serious at some point. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that point and there's a whole new level of politics and judgment and so let me tell you that point yeah for me I, I left that because my family's on the east coast so uh-huh. i'm from cali so when i come to cali what trips me out because I'm, I'm raised here so what trips me out is like west coast hip-hop to me is is so fucking dope because there's so many elements but what got popular first was gangster rap like yeah. as far as like to the most people or whatever so when i went to like the places outside of cali when i was in like the hood they would assume that my lifestyle was exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. like that my, my, I was in Chicago. This was before I rapped. And one of my cousins at the time was like, yo, somebody sh- somebody shot up a liquor store. And I was fucking crying and shit. Like, I was like 10. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, the cousin was like, why you tripping? They got they got boys in the hood in Cali. You know, people just shooting all day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like laughing because like in Dago, you know, it had a lot of gang shit. But in Dago, even there's a stigma because people don't yeah. know that if you look outside the world, they think of Anchorman or something. Right, 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 so right. It's like dealing with those things and being a critical thinker as a kid just made me say, if I'm going to be a rapper, how can I do this and make it global, but then still tell you what's going on? Yeah. What, what, was, the, what was your process in developing the ability to rap, the ability to put together the rhymes? Like if I'm, let's say I want to learn you know, pretend like I'm, you know, a younger guy coming up to you and saying like, I would like to learn how to do this. Like, yeah. how do you break it down for somebody? Like, this is where you should start. This is rapper school for you. Yeah. Rapper school. Um, two different versions of rapper school. There's songwriting school <laughs> and there's just other things school. Uh, cause sometimes people rap and don't really want to write a song. They just want to spaz. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you can hear a bunch of metaphors and shit. Mm-hmm. Then you can want to write a song. And that's why I started vibe because well, I didn't start it myself. Obviously me and my, one of my best friends, we were like, yo, we should just make really good songs all the time. And that's what we should focus on. And then sometimes it was acoustic and then my friend produces it too. So he has the sound mm-hmm. and it became really well-written songs. And then my solo stuff, I just go with whatever I feel depending on the situation. But if you wanted to say, uh, hey, I want to rap. And I was like, yo, you want to be a freestyler? And they're like, I can't really freestyle. I would say, look at shit around you. Like, just do that for a week. Just look at the things around you and look at what they are. Don't even rap. Just look at it. Like, right now, there's a chair. There's a fucking... Egyptian painting over there like there's things right and then you go okay what'd you see last last week to whoever whoever's trying to rap like I saw my mom I saw my crib all right that's your surroundings can you rhyme about them uh my mom's the bomb my cribs I dig my crib whatever and fucking keep doing that repetition repetition and then you can get better at making those parts sound good and then when you deal with writing your own songs you just have to have the intention of what you're trying to do either you could be freestyling it in the studio, then figuring it out later, or you could know before, but you have more of an intention. And then when you're freestyling, there's not as much intention, you know, like, yeah. oh, this is what I'm trying to do. There's, so. It's almost like a forensic psychology. Mm-hmm. That's what Crazy. I study. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, my shit is psychology. Like, yeah. when I rap, it's psychology, mostly. mostly. Yeah. I'm not really going for, like, the same thing. So, like, my shit always gets challenged because when it's psychology, it's like, well, there's always a why. Like, if you do philosophy or whatever, there's always a why. Like yeah. If someone was a philosopher, they're going to write their philosophy paper on life. You're going to compare it to the philosophy paper they're criticizing, and there's never an answer. Psychology and philosophy, very similar. But then, like, when you look at something that's just, there's a direct thing there, it's not the same type of rap. Like, so, 
Yeah, it's, it's the conversation could go. That wormhole is like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we, I definitely want to touch on it because I've, one, never, I've the, never heard that before. About has, the repetition, the breaking down, looking around you. Yeah, interesting. I mean, and, and the thing is, you know, for people who might not be familiar with this, you know, with Chris's work, like Chris is also a phenomenal freestyler. Like, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've had the the pleasure of watching him perform live, and improvis, improvisation is is a big part of of what you do a lot of the times, but you are also a phenomenal songwriter. You have a, he has a project out right now called blue enigma and, uh, it, the freestyling part though, I want to touch on that really quick because we've had a bunch of people on the show who, you know, are really accomplished freestylers. We've had them from the battle, you know, from the battle leagues to people who are just, you know, uh, you know, like rock Iris science, you know, like just different people. Can you break down for me? Because I'm always so interested in this, dude. Like everybody's process, what it is that is happening mm-hmm. in your head uh-huh. when you're just on one, when you know, like I'm in the zone. I'm always in the zone. Okay, so what what is it? What what's happening in your head? Um, in my head is the left and the right brain. The subconscious and conscious remain to light to the spirit like a flame. Inside my brain is a moment I can make change. I can spit pleasure. I can spit pain. I can look at a cloud and shit rain. This is a freestyling thing and it's strange. Some people rap and see prevalence. In my mind, I got the elements. Earth, wind, and fire plus desire. Rap Messiah. They tried to pull my teeth out without the pliers. Came back from the rat where it seemed so frail. I look outside my eyes and I see a gel. But am I locked in it or boxed in it? Matter of fact, I rock the shit. Took the lock from my brain. Pick it out and it's strange. Came to crappy awesome spitting flames. <laughs> so like, if I do that, yes. that's just what I do. Like, yeah. But if you say, how does my brain work? It's like, imagine starting as the 12-year-old in the basement mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know much about life. Yeah. Then you get life. If it, I, Me as a kid, I was that kid that was like a class clown and shit, but then I had those like classes or whatever, like those different classes. And when, let me not get too deep, but let me go down to it. Like <clears throat> psychology, philosophy, all this shit. It's like when you're learning, concentrated learning with a certain amount of people and you're mm-hmm. only around this like school puts us around the same people every day so yeah. like every class is the same people right but then when you go home that's different people and when you go to the streets that's different people i had people that i was close to in every system that exists on the planet yeah so i had family in jail i have people that i see that are living a certain lifestyle that don't relate to people that are in this class i have people that I'm trying to be cool with that aren't in the same class. We're in the same school. Yeah. And Dago is so many places out here that are melting pots. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when I go to the East coast, my cousin was like, you had sex with a white girl before. I never fucked a white girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like real shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Oh, well, and he's like tripping out, like literally freaking out that it's possible to even have sex with a white girl. Yeah. Wow. Because where he's at, that don't exist. Yeah. You go down South, those teachers that are teaching kids that look like me, Kids weren't allowed to go to that school a couple years ago. So when you mm-hmm. see the aesthetic of that and how rap has affected the world, you see, you see how some people think it's a problem because it reveals things that make people uncomfortable. Yeah. When I rapped on Blue Enigma, I did like this. I was like, I'm going to tell my story. I don't give a fuck. And if I disturb you, the psychology is I already know that you're being disturbed. So if someone's disturbed by something deep and you tell them there's a light at the end of the tunnel... That's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you don't give them no light, then what's the point? Yeah. That's that's what separates me. Like, yeah. Do you think um in life, like as a human being, uh, is your 
first identity someone who is interested in facilitating positive change in the world or is it first that you're an artist and then that happens to just come with it because you're interested in subject matter that does that on its own um i started i started rapping um really freestyling well like the freestyling part really really well freestyling when i was in church mm-hmm. so um i grew up in church like in southeast so when you when you are in a church the content so to speak is spiritual it's god it's shit like that but when you're not in the church it's not right so they knew i rapped when i was a kid in church but i was also a young minister at church i was the kid that was like talking to the youth and stuff like that yeah. so they the pastor was like can you rap because a lot of the youth started growing up and they get to go into to the adult church but they would fall asleep when the pastor was talking about something that they didn't understand yeah so they would say, yo, can you go rap before he comes up just because the younger kids are here now and maybe they'll like it. And as long as you talk about whatever the sermon is, it'll make sense. Yeah. And I loved everything I was learning at church. So I was like, cool. And I already knew it because I had to study it. So then when I freestyled, that's when they realized, oh, this dude's on some shit because it was like it came from a real place, you know? Yeah. And then when I got older, my religious outlook changed, but it never lost a certain moral fabric. So... That's probably why you think yeah. it's like that. But you, had, you had community leader kind of already in your blood before hip hop showed up. Oh, it must, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's leadering. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm, well, well, you have a yeah. mission. You have a mission on this planet. Some weird mission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think everybody has a mission. I think I make mine a little dramatic, but you know. Do you what? What do you think the responsibility of an artist is like in general? Like, because there are artists out there that they're like, I have no responsibility. I just want to yeah. create. That's I fine. Wanna, I want to just party. The question I would ask that artist is where you put your music. Like, do they put it on the internet or do they give it to their friends? If they say, I put it on the internet. Okay, that's different. Do you give it to your friends only? That's different. It's like, where are you putting the music that's, that has no intention? Yeah. If your music has, if you have no responsibility and you don't think it means anything when you speak on a microphone, you could be a politician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, sh- you probably should do that because yeah. they they'll tell you anything. You know, it, it's weird. We 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 recently just had a conversation about that topic, about what artists put out, and what is the extent of of your connection to what you put out. Because uh, as artists, one of the things you do is you create things, and then for the most part, especially if you are pursuing it in somewhat of a career, you know, phase, you release it. Right, you release it and then it's out there. Yeah, you know, you just released a project. Yeah, you can go to your YouTube and read comments and yeah. see thumbs up, thumbs down. You yeah. can see tons of stuff. Yeah, right. It's constantly being judged, and if you put no thought into like what, yeah, well, no, yeah, anything. It if you're just like I just create and throw it out, it is weird that you would still want to put it out to people. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? You're not listening to your, you're not giving it, making it for yourself when you give it out, or you make it for yourself but think people want to hear what you want to tell yourself. You know, yeah. I mean? it's it's very, very weird. But I think to each his own, man. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I got judged so much mm-hmm. on the beginning of my journey that when I'm an adult now and I see other people who do things and don't have intention, or they they just want to say one thing, or they think I'm saying nothing, I say do what you want because like you be if I become the person that overjudges them, I become the people that try to stop me. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. I mean, but Chris, you have to know, uh, as much as you, you know, you've had this opportunity through experience to formulate thought patterns and, and, and put things into practice. At the same time, you know, and we, Arash and I talk about this constantly. We still live here, 
right? There's a lot of shit going on. You still live here. You you still as an artist. But here we mean Earth. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, just in in this in this experience yeah. uh, as a yeah. human being, there's yeah. there's a tons of stuff going on. Yep. Even from an artistic standpoint, yep. you still have to use the platforms that are there. It's cool to create new ones, but there's you're not not putting music on SoundCloud. You're not not putting things on YouTube. You're not not making videos. Yeah. You are doing all those things. Who are you competing with? You yeah. Know? Like, are you are you competing with yourself? Are you competing with people using more platforms? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why, man. This conversation is funny. It's like. Top five, right? Uh-huh. My top five rappers, it changes every day. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but then, like, now when you ask me, shit, like, who's your favorite rapper? I'm going to say, what platform are you talking about? Right. Because right. if you say internet, that rapper popped off because probably the talent. Yeah. And if you say platform, that rapper could have had talent, but he had an advantage. Yeah. So the rappers I thought were the best, I actually look at them now and I say, you guys were very lucky and you're the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I look now and I'm like, if I think someone's dope as fuck, like in SD, I could name like, 20,000. I can name so many people yeah. here that I think are some of the best rappers. Yeah. And I say, wow, what platform could we use in my city to beat the people who have the advantage? You know? Because I'm competing like, yeah. at this point. If I if I wasn't competing, I would have just stopped. And he, even with the Sway shit, I, I literally got to the point where I had to make a decision. Like, that's what I say on uh, Blue Enigma. I say on the song, I'm like, it's a really deep ass song. I wouldn't suggest listening to it uh, at, if you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> it's called Inner Space, and I talk about my philosophy or whatever, whatever. And then I talk about my experience. But I say there was this morning where I had to make a decision, right? And I and when I came back to Dago after being in the industry, I made a decision. One day I was at work, and I was just like, I can't do work. Like, what do I look like? doing work what is my intention here and the same questions i asked myself as an artist i asked myself as an employee yeah i said why am i here what do i want what is going to take me to the big picture of what i'm trying to do the reason i came home personal reasons the reason i want to move forward is because i'm a better person now you know what i mean so i was like all right i want to do this my boss at the job saw me like looking at my shit on youtube and was like what's that i was like oh uh this is some shit i'm working right (laughs) i'm working on it was the stuff with rossi Mm-hmm. And he saw it and was like, "Why the fuck you here? You know, what I mean? like yeah. why you why you here? Like, what do you just go for it?" And he said it, and two it's funny. He said it two weeks later. Everybody got fired. So, <laughs> <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, so you're you're out here, I, and what? Uh, I'm sorry because I, I got uh, what I was getting to at yeah. is you also know that not everybody thinks the way you think you know that dude you're a special individual it's without a doubt and i understand that everybody has special qualities but it's rare that people are able to for whatever the circumstances and we know this because it's just very evident to line up things in order to be able to be as special as you can be right at the end of the day that's very hard thing to do Mm-hmm. It's a lot of managing of a lot of things at, at a lot of times and, and, and doing what you did. Like we, we've talked to many artists on this show about standing at that ledge and going, is this going to be my life or is it not? Everybody gets to that decision at some point. Yeah. And it's a big decision. Right. And, and we know just like big like life. Decisions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Statistically, most people don't do it. Yeah. Because it's a scary thing. It's a very you, scary thing. Once you go down that, I mean, we know a very small <laughs> no minority. back now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because we, we know a very small minority of people that full on engage it and then give up. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally judging him by calling it giving up. But yeah. I've yet to meet somebody who does that and is happy. 
Like they go through it and then they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go have a normal life now and get a normal job. And then they're like happy. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I tried that. Now it's out of my system. Yeah. No, it seems like a level of like like cloud cover forever. Yeah. 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 You know, most of the, my friends who've done that, like I, I mean, I've known tons of just amazing, talented people. Yeah. You had a previous and, partner completely disconnected from everybody you knew in order to move on with his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you meet them or you run back into them through life and – there is this like cloud cover. Yeah. Like, you know, like they, it, they're not miserable, but there's not a, a fulfillment of any passion. Yeah. You know passion I mean? is important. If yeah. You're passionate. If you're yeah. passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because in this industry, there's a lot of, especially right now, right? You see all these different scenes. Um, and, you know, we, we have, well, we're in a weird situation that we get to dip in, in and out of a lot of different scenes by talking to a lot of different artists. But, there's without a doubt something happening, and it's we we've talked about it on this show many times. I know things are cyclical. I know things come around again. You're not cyclical anymore, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's spherical. The, and, and this is the thing. I th- I huh. I think that there's something right now. There is a, an overall um, awakening to certain individuals are becoming awakened in a different in a different way than ever has been. And this is why. Well, one, we have more information yeah. than we ever have. More of us it, are sharing yeah. notes. More shared information. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, obviously, we know through social interactions, we were able to build, you know, our realities. You know, we're able to take things in, consume them, and decide what it is that we feel is important. Yeah. We filter. Yeah. We're constantly filtering. Yeah. Constantly. We ha- You have to, almost. Because if we didn't... if if you could just look outside right now, you know, we're, we're here in what a relatively cool neighborhood. There's violence here somewhere. Yeah. There's violence some, happening somewhere right now at this very and there's moment. There's definitely someone chugging a beer, pom- beer bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right by the it's, college area is definitely some wild shit. There is a keg stand happening down the yeah. street. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's crazy because we talked to, um, you know, a really good friend of ours, pretty much family at this point, um, Mickey Vale. And we've talked to her about, um, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about because, and I was just talking to Rick Scales, who's on your, on your project. Um, and him and I had like this two hour conversation and I was talking to you about it a little bit of rush. The black hip hop fan nowadays, like Rick, Rick said, one of his concerns was that he's like, dude, I go to shows and the black hip hop fan is the minority in most of the rooms that I'm playing in. And he's like, that's he's like, I'm not sure if it's the choices that I'm just making or what's available to me at that time or or where we're at. Yeah, where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Where we're at. Back to what you said earlier. It's like no matter what you're dealing with, you're here. Yeah. That's a fucking profound thing you said. Cause I was I was just talking about this recently, but um let's let's I'm gonna do a little time machine real quick. Sure. 1968. (laughs) Right? Okay, nineteen sixty-eight. Information, people. Martin Luther King. Boom. 2014. Let me do that math real quick. One second. <laughs> 46 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. In those 46 years, a lot of shit changed. The understanding of others, the understanding of all, and understanding of what we care about. Yeah. Artists right now, black hip hop, like that conversation, mm-hmm. that black is, I told someone yesterday, I was like, I'm not black, I'm truth. This is why I said it. Mm-hmm. Because black, no matter what time period you're in, it's like that word was created here in America. Sure. Right? Black. You know what I mean? It's a, it was a it was a concept. 
like more than anything true. And then artists who were big in the 60s and 70s, they were universal. A lot of them, they had universal perspectives. Yeah. Then when hip hop came, the hip hop started in a black situation. It was a black situation. I say black situation because there's, you know, 1978, whatever. Right. Situation. That's 10 years after. So whatever. Situation is different. It gets universal, though, but it's a situation that's only affecting one type of people, necessarily not all black people, but a certain specific yeah. situation. Then the concept of describing your situation became more universal. Then more people from different cultures describe their situations and they connect with different people. Uh. Kids who don't understand the black situation are intrigued by it because they don't have that situation. Sure. And kids who do have that situation want to know what's out there. So if you're in the hood and you've never seen the beach... It's weird to you that people that live by a beach want to kill each other. Yeah. It's weird to you here that people don't want to participate in the same things you do because you're used to just hanging out with the same types of people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you're, that's why I said, why do you do it? If you want to reach all people, you could talk about your experience and actually reach all people. Yeah. The question is, do you change anything to get their attention? And if you do, then it's like the art itself isn't necessarily true. But it's still like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. So some artists might make a song called Throw That Ass Up. Their intention is, I'm broke and throw that ass up. It's going to kill the club. And that shit ru runs and kills the club. You're at the club and maybe I'm the point dexter that doesn't go to the club. And I hate throw that ass up. I'm like, fuck throw that ass up. I'm going to talk about physics. Yeah. <laughs> then you talk about physics and like you go to like put it out on the internet or something. And maybe a couple people like it. And yeah. then throw that ass is just following you your whole life. You're like, fuck throw that ass shit. Yeah, damn yeah. it. <laughs> You get broke one day and you get a mic and you you, you start seeing some asses. Like, I don't mind asses. You know what? I'm gonna talk about throw that physical ass. Just yeah. put physics with the ass. Like it's like people's concepts of what is right and wrong is based off their situation. Right. You know what I mean, right. so it's like the, that's why the conversation itself can keep going until you come back to here. Yeah. Some people don't come back to here. They just stay in the whatever that world is they're talking about or whatever they're thinking about. When you come back to here, sometimes it's too late. You know, sometimes you come back and you got a kid. Sometimes you come back and you don't want to sound like a rapper because you have a job where you shouldn't say your opinion too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't like, that's what I'm saying. When I made the decision, I said, if I'm going to make this my life, it won't be really right, <clears throat> right for me to say the things I'm saying if I don't do it. You know, like I can't say so much truth and not live it. Yeah. If I'm going to say truth, I'm going to have to live it because if I live something else, that means I wasn't strong enough to, to to live the truth I'm talking about. So it's like that that's that's the issue because it's like the person who's having that inner conflict. It's like, am I myself or am I what I think I am? And it's like you're right every time. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is coming from you, and what you're doing for a living is for a reason to get money. But like I said, people have different platforms. Some people had a platform that projected their life was better than yours, or they have more money than you. And that if you have a wife. And the rappers that she's hearing on the radio on the way to work are saying, I'm a fucking bitch. And that nigga has a million dollars and she and you guys are going to work and your job is very normal. That's insecurity could be created. That's that sucks. Right. So I'm trying to make music that could appeal to anybody because I personally feel that my experience has a little bit of all. Like yeah. I was able to see so many things, rich people, poor people, crazy people, not crazy. Everybody's crazy to me, but whatever. <laughs> and it's like. I don't know. Like that that's why the type of artist I am, if it reaches a lot of people, it's just cause I observe a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know like I don't know like what other black people are dealing with right now. But for me, I'm experiencing like a form of a of like that's why I said I'm not black, I'm truth. It's yeah. like it's mm -hmm. like coming to the conclusion that 
if I'm talking about a black scenario, it's going to affect more people than me. And yeah. I know that now because the world is much bigger than 1968, you know? But then, like, the people who control what people talk about, that system was created back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you know that... The label get, heads. Yeah, but you can't even blame people because it was ignorance. It's like if a kid does some shit and they touch the stove and you're mm. like, stop, right? They're going to they gonna stop, but if they get burned, they'll stop. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? So are you idealistic that... Because the, the guys that you're describing would be like the label heads that we talk about. The yeah, old sure. school label heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're the ones that keep putting on all these... Uh, you know, I'm sorry. They're you, like, you guys are getting your money. Good for you. I, I dance at the club to that shit. Yeah. But there's a lot of ignorant ass bullshit that gets on the radio. Mm-hmm. And it's because the people that run that business are the ones that you're describing. They, they came from that generation. And why, why, why do you think the non-ignorant stuff is not on the radio? I think it's still these old guys that have not died yet. Yeah. <laughs> and passed the, man, uh, the, the flame onto somebody else yeah. to take over. Like, what are you, what are about you... a Kendrick, though? Like, Kendrick is very successful, and I think yeah. he's real as fuck. Dude, we, we were just talking about Kendrick, too. And... But even with him, they had to see numbers first. Right? Back right. then, back then, you would, they would, A&R would find an artist that had potential, yeah. and they would hone it. You didn't have to have numbers right away. Whereas today, you have to show up with that package. That market there's package, less money already go around. Yeah. You have to already show numbers. You have to show them right away that there's because uh, their investors need to see that I'm there's going to be a return I gotta, I gotta on investment. Cut this off, my bad. Yeah. Sure. You just said there's less money around, yeah. right? What do you mean by that? There's less money being put into the development yeah. of art. There's no more in art because there's no the machine through the, the machine. machine. The big label. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. now let's break this down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm about to drop a jewel. Sure. What does the machine use to give a household person the exposure of a mainstream artist? What do they use? What are the mediums? That the main television, television, FM radio, FM radio, yeah, radio. What um, else? Internet, what else? maybe. Concert festivals, yeah. Um, what else we got? Products, yeah. Oh yeah, products, pushing like products all day long. You guys have all of that, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure, right? For I'm us. saying just crappy awesome. You guys have yeah. all those things, and you have tech. Like I'm saying, I'm just using an example. Sure, sure. You understand a platform they don't understand. Yeah, that's an advantage right now. Yeah, the money might not be here right now. But they are only trying to figure out what you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're you, holding on for dear life. And the only thing they have to be like, we have this and you don't, mm-hmm. is a radio mm-hmm. and a TV. Right. Right now in the, the society right now, TV and radio ain't working. Yeah. The reason I say that is because the reason it's very true. this whole Ferguson thing, it was a hashtag. Yeah. The whole, every fucking revolution we're seeing right now, because people get to talk to each other without a person saying, I can middleman this. And when you have that, you have to understand that there's going to be issues because people are going to learn things they don't know shit about, start talking about shit they don't really know. Yeah. And so to, to have a medium for that, people, the, the artists, like this is why I see myself as kind of a semi-responsibility, not fully, is because I understand a lot more things that people I know don't want to fucking talk about. Sure. So if I'm going to be, if I get in the machine the way I see it, I have... In my head, not I'm not talking about anybody else. In my mind, I understand why I'm there if I get there because I already understand what it affects. You yeah. Know? But if you don't understand and you get there, it could be really frustrating. And yeah. if you're not there, it could seem frustrating. But right now, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. Like you're ahead of the game. For, for the for the sake of discussion, sure. Yeah. On this on this topic, um, we still do know that there's a basic part of human psychology. Where people are like, hey, there's five people looking in that direction. Yeah. I want to go look in that direction. Like look up to the moon. Yeah. And looks yeah. Up. yeah. And so the big labels, the big machine still does do that thing where like YouTube, for example, recently removed like hundreds of thousands of views that the big labels were putting on. that were fake views of music videos to make the artists seem bigger than they actually were. Because yeah. people look at those numbers and they say, oh shit, this is a big number. I should follow this. Yeah. yeah. That mom mentality still exists. 
how do we still do that? Like even even the smaller artists, even the independent artists are still having to play that game to some extent. Mm -hmm. To some extent, you still have to get out there and show that you're a big deal. Mm -hmm. Simply being dope and being truth and being real is not getting the eyeballs. You still have to play that game to some extent. The hype, don't believe it, but most believe it. So mm -hmm. it's like, that's where you have to say like, if, like I even say to people that like my shit, I'm always like, well, I love when people tell me how they found my shit and it's usually very natural. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that right now because I know if it changes, it won't be the same. Sure. Like if you like someone and no one else likes them, you can dive into that person in your yeah. own world. You get to explore and you become connected. If everybody likes them, the person who everyone likes has to deal with constantly feeling like they have to prove to everyone they're still dope. Right. Or prove to everyone they can do something different. Yeah. I thought about this shit when I was 12, 13, 14, 15, as I got older. And I was like, if I just do this in my music right now, when I get on, you'll know I did it already. You yeah. don't have to say like, he changed or this was that. Yeah, he was always doing this. I just take my music like I'm blowing up every time I'm behind the mic. I don't care if I'm on yet. And then when you get an opportunity, if people hear you, that was supposed to happen. And if you make it happen, that's good hustle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because it, it, on the topic of like Kendrick, right? We can use him as a perfect example. There's something that's happening right now. And, uh, and Arash and I were like just breaking it down the other day. We're like, look. Even with Kendrick, right? He's he just released the uh, uh, I, right? Uh, I love that. Yeah, song. amazing fucking song, right? However, a large section of hip hop, the community that calls itself hip hop, had a negative response to it as, "Man, he's putting out this thing. Where's the old Kendrick? You know what I mean? That same old thing that that's happened many times. It's not something new, right? And everybody." The, one of the biggest accusations that I read and I was just watching it play out on Twitter was, oh, he's making more mainstream music. They uh -huh. kept using that. Uh -huh. He's making more mainstream music. Uh -huh. And if you hear the song, the song is extremely deep. It's very personal. There's a lot been of through pain. a whole lot. Yeah. Child tribulation, trying to know God. Exactly. Satan, trying to put me, man, come on, man. Yeah. But it's like Jesus walks for right now. Right. But because <laughs> it's it's yeah. whatever the labels are, who's ever running the radio stations or whatever, decided it's playable, yeah. right? Uh, the masses who – and a lot of them who – who and this is like a constant fan thing, right? Uh -huh. They feel like a betrayal of like, oh, he made something – you know, we liked him when he was just ours. Like what you were talking about. But like the organic fan, thing. You have to ask that fan. Oh, man. This is funny. All right, I'm because I'm a I'm a Kendrick fan because For sure. I, I knew Kendrick of Kendrick like back at South by Southwest like 2009 or like I knew I knew of his stuff way a long time ago. Yeah, and like man, this is this is the thing about Kendrick is like if you go to read the lyrics of every song he wrote, mm -hmm. if you got that in a book, you wouldn't even listen to the music probably. Yeah, like that, that's I'm just saying as a Kendrick fan. Yeah, if the person's mad because the beat's not the same as the radio beat that they <laughs> yeah. heard when they first heard him say something different. Then what was they listening for? Like if you're right. like, I like Backstreet Freestyle better than I. Yeah. Well, let's go look at the lyrics of Backstreet Freestyle and I and yeah. compare the two lyrics. I personally like I's lyrics because it had so much purpose. Backstreet Freestyle was spaz dope metaphors. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just saying like, it's like as an artist, you want to say something dope. If you say something really dope, then are people listening for that? Are they yeah. listening for the instrumental and all that shit? That, that, that beat he rapped on didn't even have an 808. So it's right. like, People who are used to the 808 slap and ready to turn up, it's like, why do I have to listen? Then they go on to, to work, right? You turn on the radio and you hear electro, 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 yeah. turn up, then fucking I comes on. And actually at that point, it stands out. 
when you're back at the hip hop world and you only hear hip hop and then the I comes on, that sounds like a radio song. Mm-hmm. When you go to the radio, mm-hmm. I sounds fucking groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the audience doesn't really they um, don't get the, they don't the know what they're part. listening for. Yeah. yeah. They, right. I think uh, just but, even but, from but, an but, art- what, what, hmm. but before you I'm sorry, not to get you off, but what what is unavoidable though, at least what we see right now and the way things are set up, is Kendrick is getting uh, in my opinion unnecessarily, but he is catching a lot of slack for that now. And now because he's at this level, right? Because, because he's on the cover, he's on the, the Grammys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is something that technically Saturday night live, dude, but I know <laughs> dude, he's host. He hosts. Yes. Yeah, Saturday night live. Dude, to me, I look at that and I'm like, what a proud moment. Yeah. Like, this is like a proud fucking moment for hip hop. Yeah. But hip hop has consistently, we, and we, this is ha- this has been a consistent theme, Chris, on our show with many artists having the same conversation about what it is about that the simplest way to put it, you know, is you know the crabs in the barrel, the whole that whole the thing, bucket of crabs, right? Yeah. Where success equals not being same, real, same thing whatever in that a different genre. Though. Sure, uh, same thing happened with Bob Dylan, like yeah. Bob Dylan when he went electric. Everyone who loved the folk stuff that was not that was acoustic, yeah. they thought he sold out. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can tell you with electronic dance music, uh, it, you'll have a producer who's producing music for like you know years, yeah, and they have their fan base, and then when they can finally afford to hire somebody to come in and do vocals, like that's what they've always wanted to do. But the minute they bring in the vocals, everybody's like, you sold out. Now it's pop shit. See, yeah. my, even, like, with my, <laughs> even with my band, even with my band that I'm in, it's like. I'm, I'm in a band where my boy who, who who produces the music, who actually makes the beats, who does the instruments, he's a singer-songwriter. Yeah. So in his world, he writes songs, right? In my world, I wrote a lot of raps. We started working together. People who wanted to hear me just rap over uh, Boom Bap yeah. were like, he sold out. But like, I'm not on the radio, nigga. Shut up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I sell out. You know but I mean? mean, that's what I'm saying. Even at, at the level you're it's, at it's right ra- now, it's ra- people it's are like, like... It's like sound racism. Absolutely. It's like, it's like sound I, Actually, racism. isn't that what Mike Eagle sound said? Sound racism? It, it, that's interesting. Yeah, he called it like sound racism. I mean, because it, 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 it really is, though, dude. It goes back to that Dave Chappelle skit where, where he had the... Uh, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Remember that Dave Chappelle skit where it was like black people love drums and white yes, people yeah, love yeah, yeah, yeah. with John Mayer? That's yeah. racist yeah. sound, man. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah. It's just funny, right? Jimmy Hendrix played the guitar. Rock and roll comes from black culture. Like yeah. it's just like it's just like that's what I'm saying. If we want to talk about that and then talk about why things are so everyone gets mad now, yeah. you know what I mean? It's because I'm not scared to say it because I I think this sounds, it just sounds funny. The concept of white supremacy, mm-hmm. this is deep, but just follow me. White supremacy, that concept sounds really fucked up, but it's like we live in a Euro esque, Latin esque, yeah. melting pot esque America, right? And then it's like Western Hemisphere, no Europe over here, but America, you know? Yeah. So completely different hemisphere, but the supreme theme in the system isn't even from this hemisphere. Yeah. So it's like, that's the problem because then it's like you're taking away what we started with but it's like bro this is just culture and like people who don't believe in change and don't believe in that can get upset but it's like why would you be mad just live your life and just don't don't consume yourself in anger yeah you know? yeah I, it, it's weird because uh when 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 i was having that conversation with mickey we were talking about you know just racial issues right and she said i think she asked me like how much um, like how much I see it play out, right? Um, and I told her, at least for me personally, yeah. I don't put a whole lot of thought on it. S- 
simply because of this. A lot of people tell me that right now. Well, I've heard that a lot. Because because for me, I mean, dude, you you know, I, I've talked about it on this show. In 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 Mexican American culture, like the biggest racists in my culture that I experienced were other Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Like that's just it, it's been a cultural thing for us for a long time. Like if I go to Mexico. Because my accent isn't American esque, right? Yeah. It's it's and they, to them that's a really bad thing. What's it called? I know what it's called. <laughs> the, <laughs> is it like a phrase, like a uh, bocho? Is it, is uh, that, you, yeah, is you're it a bocho? you're a bocho. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm a uh, I'm a Oreo. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? We have the same thing. It's a it's called a bolillo. Yeah. And a bolillo, what that is, is the white dough before it's cooked. Yeah. And that's what they call you, like when you're, yeah. you know, from America. I guess my, my people haven't been out of our homeland long enough for there to be a word for <laughs> it's it. It's gonna come out. But yeah, like, yeah, there's got to be a word give it for some time. it. I got, I got plenty. Of We've shit. only had a few thousand years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but uh, like one of, and the reason why, um, and I mean, we've talked about it on this show, and it's not, and it's not just because I know everybody's going like DMT. It wasn't DM, just DMT. You know that, right? Like we've we've had this conversation. Which. The, the thought of race, I I know one that I've been privileged to be around, and we've talked about it a lot. I I just happen to be – I grew up in Logan Heights my whole life, but all my friends were different races. Just so happened to be. Most of the time because I was just into other shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It, there was a couple – like I there was, there was a f- two groups of people when I grew up that I could have hung with. The guys who were – who eventually became gang members. And then the people who were either chased by those people or, you know what I mean? Or like just didn't or you're still, fit in. The thing about it is, my bad, bro. Yeah. The thing, when you, when you, cause I'm from here too. Yeah. When you have that thing here, you still get chased by gang members. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't no difference. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, so for me, I just happened to always have that. There, there was a, and there's a, you know, obviously a lot of things mixed into that. I call it crossover, man. You crossover. Man. Well, well, maybe. <laughs> but, but, the, sell out. but the reality is, though, at the end of the day, like, race, the topic of race and what it's applied to, yeah, 99% of it, it's just bullshit. Well, it's, it's just bullshit. It's bullshit, right? But, right. But, but what has it been able to do to people? Absolutely, though. But that's what I'm saying. A bullshit thing right. has been able to, to change worlds yeah. and, it's and crush now. worlds. It's bullshit now. Yeah. But there was a... Uh, uh, for the majority of our history, that very no, thing I, was what built society. But what I'm talking about is the the deepest levels of what we're actually talking. What are we actually talking about when we're talking about race? Think about the deepest levels of what is it? On, what is race? So on some level, it's a, a primal instinct that we have. Colorless, colorless, my eyesight colorless. What if this world jumped on the same mothership where people discovered it? Didn't matter what your color is. One blood, one love, one covenant. We all God's children. We all got feelings. We all got a heart and it beats to reveal it. Spirit is connected. What is your perspective? Do you only connect with the people of your ethnic group? What's the use for taking pride in land? We can barely take pride for woman and man. Biological differences shouldn't make us prejudiced. Check the color of your blood if you're looking for the evidence. That's some shit from the vibe See, shit. Exactly. Is, that's not fair. No, you no, can just but start rapping whenever. And it's like, no, but that's it. what he just said is exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. On the deepest levels, Absolutely. you're talking about pigment. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're talking about. Yeah, like right? it's re fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine and, if plants were mad because exactly. like they're different plants. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yo, they might be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like, they are. Mad plant on plant. I'm pretty fucking sure violence happening bullshit. all the time. <laughs> fucking violent ass. But but when I say <laughs> that would actually be a great crappy awesome C young animation. 
We oh. can do this. We should do this. Racist ass flowers. flowers. See, don't tell us shit like that because we will flowers. do that kind of shit. <laughs> that's fucking I'm hilarious. <laughs> but but that's but that's the thing. Like, there's a level of and dude, trust me. Like even um even within you know the culture that that was predominantly around me growing up yeah. in you know Mexican American culture. Yep. If you can't get past that. Like right. the, the title of it, you can't get past that. I it's so Mexican limiting. Culture. I love Mexican culture. Imagine if America was in Africa. Yeah. Like that's Mexican culture. I'm, what I'm trying to say is yeah. imagine if America was Sudan, right? And then around it was Africa. Yeah. It's the same thing in San Diego. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? We're yeah. right next to Mexico. It's like, yo, y'all going to tell me these people came and just fuck shit up in the past and now we having problems. Yeah. Because when you keep zooming out of Africa or out of Mexico, it's just a planet. Yeah. That's why the Inner Space song, I was talking about it. Like, when I made Blue Enigma, I made it with the intention of, like, talking about this. Like, I, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was like, I always want to start a conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, th- that's why you're going to probably catch me spitting bars at random answers because it's like... I love it. I've thought about this before and I figured if this conversation shit happens, like, I can talk about it. You yeah. You know what I mean? That's why... That's why that's why I rap, but like, if you don't care about these things, this 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 conversation can get bad. Yeah, and that's why that's why what's happening right now. I feel like I'm important not to people, to myself. I can't live if I can't like understand. Like that's how my brain works. So when I see what's happening and I have an understanding, I just hope that somebody can understand from my understanding. Yeah, yeah. like a race war. That term, race war. That's what's controlled society everywhere for a so long. So why in the hell? Yeah. Why in the hell? Would right now, in the beautiful abilities of this country, where we're at, the race war would occur through media. Yeah. 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 It's the, uh, there's, but you know, on, on that note of what you're saying, there's always going to be the people who want to watch the magic trick and they don't want to know how it's done. And then there's the ones like us, and I imagine a lot of our listeners, where they're like, it makes the magic trick more awesome when I figure out how yeah. it worked. Watch a yeah. damn George Carlin or some shit. Watch, watch some stand up. Like, yeah. I love comedy because it's like these conversations music artists have. We don't, some of us have senses of humor and some of us don't. And like comics, they talk about the same shit, but they add the the funniness. You know, right. what I, mean? yeah. I think that's the root of like helping situations like this. It's like keep the humor because it is laughable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty funny. It is. I mean, it's fucked up. But at it's its essence, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck would we fight about? Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. Remember that time violets and roses was tripping yeah. by sunflowers? Like, uh, <laughs> no, humor, humor, I think, is one of the natural states of existence. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's mm-hmm. not to go down the hippie rabbit, rabbit hole here, but that's something that we've both experienced with the, with the psychedelics is that it has a sense of humor. It's immediately la- it's like so with DMT. Funny. It's laughing at your bullshit. I can't immediately laugh. cross and it laughs at you. I can't laugh at a psychedelic situation until I'm done. When I'm going through it, I'm yeah. not laughing. Like, like, yo, Chris ain't talking. You good? <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep, and then like three days from now, I'm be able to tell you yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> with, with like um, with like DMT, a lot most people who've experienced it, they've had this. Uh, Have you done same, DMT? Not well. I could have. Yeah. That's what, what I'm yeah, saying is I don't know do what that. that shit was that yeah. one time. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, it probably wasn't. <laughs> so, so, but that's the, that's the thing, though. People, okay. people come back from that experience and yeah. they're like, it was laughing at me. And it was like very like, uh, it was warm and comforting, but it was laughing. Like Chris, yours was laughing at you. Yeah. Chris kept trying to ask questions. Because <laughs> I thought life. I was going to figure it out. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I'm all the answers. Yeah. It's going to be awesome conversation. And it kept laughing at you. And like, it was you like, know, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying like, when you go back to, not that I have the answers. But when I think about plants and shit, when we're talking about that, it's like, let's say plants did have a race war, right? And then after the race war, it rained. That's like the universe laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, that's what it is. It's like, and then if you keep talking about it, you're just like not... 
trip. You like, and, you know what I mean? If it's gonna get your fucking tree chopped off, you should just chill and wait till the rain comes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why are we gonna keep saying on the news today? You just woke up to the problem. Yeah. And the problem with no answer. Yeah. And scientists just figured out that cancer might be solved in five years. But <laughs> <laughs> niggas are niggas. Like, <laughs> well, the thing about it, you know. When you're black, though, when you're black, this is why we feel a little more passionate. I sure. think you're very, very, very black. Like, yeah, it's like the, my, my friend that's light skinned black. <laughs> we always we talk about this shit funny, but yeah. then when we talk about the real shit, we actually refer to ourselves as light skinned. Like he's like, well, see, I'm light skinned, and I'm like, well, see, I'm a darky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, wow, it's pigment, right? Yeah. But it's color. So if if something's black, all the colors are in it. If you take a picture of the sun, it's black. Right. Like. If you take a picture on your uh, camera of a sun, if you look at this, it's black. Like, yeah. all colors. And then you have a society and you have situations, right? And then when you're blacker, you're always the nigga in the room. Yeah. Some black people, that shit there, they already, like, don't know what to do. And I personally did not know what to do as a kid. I, I went to I went to a school and the school I went to as a kid, the beginning, I won't even say it, but I did, did a lot of different schools. And the, the ones that were more... Less white people and more impoverished, and no one had traveled and no one had seen outside of that circumstance because of the economic difference. They only identified with either the here, which is home, possibly church if they have that, yeah. possibly when they walk down the street. And then the other information came from that TV, mm. came from that radio, right? which the machine controls. Right, right. So the machine don't take responsibility. The machine is like, we only do this for ad placements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why the fuck <laughs> do we not care? Like, why, 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 why do you just let anything go through and then throw an ad behind it? Right? You could do a movie of a person shooting mad people as long as you put that Colgate. It's all good because we were just putting advertisers, and that's just art. That's right. what, and then when a rapper does something like Tiny Dude, who's locked up, yeah, it's like you're different, right? Yeah. But it's art. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah. And it's like if if we don't have free speech in our art, and we don't even have free control of the machine. You're manipulating our art to sell your advertisement. With this race war, I feel like the advertisement is be mad. Like It's like after the conversation on the news, once you turn it off, it's a pain body. We're all connected. So if something that has a lot of death in it or a lot of hurt, it makes you feel a certain way. And there's a full pain body that all people share. And if they always make you forget why you're here now and you're mad, you only go back to 1968. You can yeah. never go to 2014 if you can feel 1968. But you have to move forward to live. The tree has to wait for the rain. If you don't, it's just like, it could be chaos, you know? Beautifully said, sir. Yeah. Where have you been all our life? <laughs> been smoking weed. Oh, that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's been eating pizza. <laughs> eating very, very good microwave two-day-old pizza. Dude, uh, talk to me a little bit about what it is on a daily basis as far as, like, the creative process for you. Right now, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is there a sense of relief that the project is out now? Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I didn't ask for relief. <laughs> I put the project out for no relief. I told myself, do it. Did yeah. it. Now I've got physical copies coming out in a couple weeks. Right on. Got some shows and then whatever, you know? But artists who deal with that shit have different versions. Jimi Hendrix, he didn't even say words that were tripping people out. To me, his words were the shit. But yeah. he did an actual just instrument and people tripped out, right? A noise, a sound. Then after he puts down the instrument, it's all kinds of shit. So if you read about Jimi Hendrix, they say he never put down his guitar. 
because only time I feel sane is when I'm rapping. Right. But then if you're saying words all the time, you're actually involving yourself with not sounds of an instrument, but actual things. That's why I had to immerse myself in certain knowledge and my experience at the same time to rap the way I rap. Yeah. But after that, I can't just chill. I don't have an instrument. Like, my mind is the instrument. So yeah. for me, there's no relief until, you know, yeah. I have stillness. Sometimes for me, a creative process could be being creative as fuck without talking. Like, yeah. I won't talk. I'm like, I'm into like really weird shit, like meditating and dynamic mm-hmm. meditation and shit. You're in the right place. But, you're, but your day-to-day experience has moments where you can meditate that might not be you in a position with your fucking yogi yeah, sure. shit. Yeah. You, you might be, I like to take the bus. Like I take the city bus a lot. Uh-huh. Right now I'm broke, so it sounds different. When I have money, I still usually take the bus and I can drive. What I'm saying is when you take a bus, you experience the real thing. If Obama really wanted to do something, I would say, hey, just for the rest of the next year, only use public transportation and then do your speeches and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's dope. I don't know if they fit all the you... Secret Service staff on there. <laughs> nah, they'll be fine. They'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. They'll be fine because the bus driver is a fucking corporation too. Yeah, he'll, be, yeah. he'll be great. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But what he'll see is how many different people are on that bus and have different situations and they pass by in a bus and see the indifference. A Mercedes Benz in LA still stops at the stoplight next to a bus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I wanted to well, hold on. Let's wait for this to come back. They're shooting. Oh, oh made you look. You look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys were delayed. Uh, you guys were a little delayed. I was waiting, I was like, I seen it. I seen it. You can't do that to me. I got I got Nas I got Nas's logo on my chest as a tat. There you, you, were, you were, to, like, um, some other shit. You were saying uh, I actually want to touch on this uh, we were saying earlier about uh, how you're always in the zone. You never put it down. And, uh, that's that, why relationships for me are weird. That's, that's what I was going to ask, gonna talk gonna to you, ask you. Cause like, to me that, that immediately took my <laughs> mind to like people that go to war soldiers, like they, they're always worried about being shot. Yeah. So they come back to normal society and they're still worried all day long. So that yeah, fucks with their yeah, lives. Yeah. So what <laughs> you is, just, you just segued. There it is. is. What, how is, does that get in the way the of your life? You yeah. ready for the answer? Uh, before I say this, I like shows like this. Like they got, you ever, you seen Joe Rogan show? He yeah. Has, yeah like people who have that free talk shit. Uh huh. What's cool about it is when you say off the wall shit, you get a rebuttal. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. you guys can rebuttal this. Okay. Yeah. This is my idea. And it. if it don't work through me, it'll work through someone else. Okay. Okay. You know what PTSD is? Yep. Absolutely. All right. My grandpa kind of had it. He passed away. That's who I uh, dedicated the tape to. War veterans have PTSD. Mm-hmm. We live in San Diego. There's a lot of veterans. Mm-hmm. When you grow up here, you encounter their PTSD on the street, and then you encounter the San Diego Great Beach and all that other stuff and all the stuff we talk about. PTSD... They, they said it on the news recently. There's a, I don't know what state this was. It was probably a Republican state. It said, according to recent studies, urban society creates PTSD. We will research more. Now, no, no, no. You know what? what? I've seen it. You <laughs> yeah, can Google yeah. it. Urban, yeah. put, put urban society and PTSD. Yeah. Just put it there. If a war that gives you an outfit to dress up in to do a war, right, gives you the result of PTSD, what about the outfit you don't even put on and there's a war? Yeah. There's PTSD. My thought process at this moment specifically is that if I'm a citizen and I have rights, right? Don't I have a right to tell whoever gave me those rights what epidemic is occurring as a result of the system? PTSD is the result. So us here actually have a right to sue the government. Yeah. We have a right. We have a right to sue and it could be for money. It could be for health care. PTSD is the result of the war. The psychological one. But the problem with this is the only thing they prescribe people here is a pharmaceutical medicine. Yeah. P- 
people who have holistic medicine or people who use herbs, that information is only available to some people. So MDMA. like, yeah, that's great. So like some people's medicine, it comes from the street. Some people got weed. Some people did other things. But mm-hmm. it's like if we could just say, okay, there's drug problems, there's people problems. Can we find herbal remedies that can cure the PTSD and put it in available CVSs? Can we take um, free therapy and offer that? Fuck Obamacare, just free yeah. therapy, and then you have the holistic medicine because it's that simple. Because once you do get calm, it's easier to walk outside and be maybe the only black person because you're not tripping about it. Yeah. You're more calm because it's cool because I don't have these random thoughts that people are attacking me. That's a form of anxiety. Even mm-hmm. racism sure. creates PTSD. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think that's very fucking. You, you've like, taken some uh, courses on this, Siri, on uh, PTSD. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much the majority of the world is experiencing class it. On it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. These they used to use the majority of the world is experiencing it on some level. Mm. There's things that are happening either in your upbringing or or even it's if you are living in undoubt- urban environments. Every, every so, single person yeah. has some some, some level, level along the spectrum of post traumatic yeah. stress disorder. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Post after yeah. the trauma, mm-hmm. I am stressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. sticks it because your body downloads that information, and then cancer. And it stays cancer there. is a result of stress. Yeah, and cancer has killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They are just now finally getting around to studying uh, psychedelics as potential uh, medicine yeah. for PTSD treatment. Uh, MDMA specifically, which is the active ingredient in ecstasy. So I know ravers out there, they're like, "I'm taking medicine." No, you're and, taking uh, meth. Probably. What is it? Amamida muscara. Uh, psilocybin. Yeah, psilocybin. Psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. They are now just getting around to getting these studies done because there's a new generation of young scientists yeah. that are going through the schooling process and now they're coming back and they're like, all right, let's actually study this shit instead of just saying no. And they did it. They, back in 1972, they used MDMA for uh, marriage counseling. But it was Yeah, it was what well, was right around then that the government was like, all right, we need to put class one schedule on everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it started out initially with, with marijuana and LSD. Uh, it was specifically because they couldn't go after the revolutionaries for their free thought, for their opinions. They're like, hey, well, what we do know about these people is they all smoke weed and then they do LSD. Let's go after that. Let's demonize them that way. Well, the free thought, the free thought, everybody has it. So it's like if your free thought isn't the same as the person in control. It's like, either way, if I'm not talking, I'm thinking. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if they can control that part that you're not saying, that's when that's when it's more than PTSD. That's when it's, why are you saying that before advertisement? That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's why I should have a kid or something. Because it's like, what I'm saying is like, I should have, the reason I said that, no, real shit, yeah, the reason yeah. I said that is because information that's just so much information, you can't just give it to random people on the street all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, you ever seen the dude with the Jesus sign and he's saying everyone's dying or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate those dudes, man. I, yeah. if, every time I run into them, I say scriptures because I told you I, I started yeah, yeah. out like, like that. It's, it's funny. But like, yeah, the information, people want to help people. And like, that's why we procreate most of the time because you can tell your kid like how he can do it better than you. I never t- thought start, about it that t- way. You start telling grown ass men that like they don't want to change. Oh great! Now Rosh is going to have amazing. a kid. Amazing! I never thought about or it that. Or get way. a dog that you think can understand you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you when you go around when you go around trying to tell people about it, it's a telephone game. You tell one person, they tell the next person. By the time it gets to the fifth person, the message is already fucked up. Yeah, it's story already of my life. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, speaking of kids, here comes a segue. Oh. Uh, relationships man yeah. like how to i mean how how's that working in your life because you're an artist yeah, yeah. you're uh, you're crazy and uh <laughs> i mean seriously dude like making a making an album alone takes so much time and effort yeah and, and it's a it's a big point of emotion yeah constantly where in a relationship you kind of have to share these emotions sometimes and i mean how does that work for you 
different types of relationships yeah. have showed me different things. Uh, I dated a writer before, mm-hmm. and she wrote about me. Mm-hmm. It was like being probed. Should have known that was coming. <laughs> you know, it's like there's different versions. You know, yeah. you could date an artist. You could yeah. date a, uh, a politician. Like different, whatever she does will affect what you do. Right. Yeah. Uh, I believe in relationships. I think people that are crazy need love, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Conf- confusion is a gift from God. So says Riza. You know, my my uh, my ex was a writer as well. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. There there was yeah there was yeah. a. There was a, a project that she started that she abandoned after we broke up. But um, one of the things that we experienced is uh, in, in some personal turmoil that we had, which involved me straying, say that shit, <laughs> um, I'd, I'd always encouraged her to use her art in order to process this information. Yeah. So she wrote this thing and uh, released it to the world. And oh, I remember wow. I read it and, I, and it's, you know, basically a lot of it was a breakdown of all the ways that I fucked up. And I was I was trying to explain to her. Listen to me. I'm insulted as an artist. What you released is not good art. Are you, all you did was bitch and change the names. <laughs> if you used this thing that happened and really created beautiful art with it, I would be super supportive of it. Like but you it? just wrote it badly. Yeah, did, did people? Did her like friends like it? No, it was not it wasn't well received. Good. Oh, no, no, that's, no bad. that's the thing. It wasn't good. That was the problem. That's she a very, very, you. that's yeah. a very, very bad live journey. She was yeah. just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's like if I just, if I get pissed off at C Ray and I just uh, make a song about how much he pisses me off, but. I don't actually use any of that inspiration to create a melody or use poetry. All I do is just talk shit about him. You know what? Fuck that dude. Blah, 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 blah. And all that's all it is. I've had people talk shit about me and then help me later. Mm. It's like really weird. Talk shit about you and then help you? Enemies are friends in different clothes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, sure. uh, they, 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 uh, <laughs> they work in the commodity of guilt. Because this is what, it, yeah, I talk shit about my best friends. If, I, if I'm really close with you, I'm probably talking shit about you. Wait, like, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, wait. So when was the last time you were in a relationship? I'm in one. You're in one right now? Yeah. How long have you been together? A decent amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> seven years. All right. Okay, we'll go seven years. Right. Four years? Oh, you trying to get a number? Two years. I'll tell you, let's go. Ballpark, ballpark. What are we trying to How long out? did it take you to make your record? The Blue Enigma? Two years. Two years. So yeah. you've been with this person over Not that. the whole time. Mm. Not the whole So somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, know, yeah, that's, that is, some that's something to process. Yeah. That happened. But that's but that but you gotta you talking to me like <laughs> I've been doing this since I was twelve. So yeah, I actually made I make a joke about this all the time. I'm I don't know this actor's name, but well, who's the white guy from Dawson's Creek that jumps through the window? <laughs> uh, like actually, name? Dawson. You know his name is that his name? Dawson? No, no, I'm saying that no, character, Katie right? Holmes. That Katie Holmes, the, no. the white guy. No. Jumps through the window. Oh, the white guy. Uh, Dawson. Joshua Jackson. He always, Dawson always, or she jumps through his window? Yeah. Or he jumps through hers? They all went through windows, man. They, went through, they, they were breaking and entering the whole time. Joshua, Joshua Jackson, uh, the, the fucking kid from Mighty Ducks. He was No, he but was Dawson. Who yeah, is Dawson? Dawson? Nobody knows. Uh, James Vanderbeek. There it is. Okay, that could be him. Yes. Yeah. I'm Black Dawson's Creek. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I was 12. You break into people's houses through the windows? All the time. All the time. <laughs> Crazy. When I, when I was 12 <laughs> and 13, 14, I'm rapping. And then, like, you know, you start liking girls. In San Diego, I have no car, so I jump through the window. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just pop up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And what I'm saying is I got used to, like, not being in the same world as people I was close to. Like, mm-hmm. I always have been the deep-thinking friend or the rapper or the whatever. Mm-hmm. So my brain chemistry has been, like, for the last 25 years, or rap years, 12, 13, how do I create all the time without distracting my relationships? You guys, my mom, she's like, I don't want to hear your songs. Just chill. 
How do you? Please tell me this. Exactly what I told you my mom does. She's like, I don't, like, my, if someone doesn't want to hear my shit. You just don't mix it. I don't mix it. But if you don't say you don't want to hear it, most likely I'm playing you like seven songs. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is some new shit. Like, yo, Chris, man, I, I've been your friend for years. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're killing it. Keep going. So uh, she was good with you not sharing it? My or mom. She, or the girl? The girl. Um, Not sharing it. Oh, eh, depends. Just depends. It's like, it's like every, I'm talking about every relationship I've been in. Every girl I'm with, my music becomes kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like my ambition and what makes me happy is it. And they have to understand that yeah. first, you know? Um, I rap about love a lot. If you have a girlfriend, it's difficult when you have songs like American Booty and like shit I have where it's like just turned up like shit, you know? Yeah. Like love songs and shit. But like I use my experiences, even if they weren't good relationships, to write beautiful shit. And it makes it seem like sometimes I'm like a misogynist, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think sometimes I have been in the past for sure. Yeah. But as I got older, I was like, love calms the other shit. Because the other shit is never leaving me. I'm always going to be rapping. I'm always going to be saying some weird shit. So like when you're doing, when you're with someone, you have to pay attention to them. You're like, okay, what's their world? And it takes me out of my world. Mm. And it's, it's healthy for me because I don't have a different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's your one vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And even fuck, like fuck a girlfriend. Like even if you're at the gas station, even if you're like, Doing other things, you have to let go for a second to say, hey, I want to put 10 on number two or I want a fucking burger or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you have some parts of your life, you have a relationship in a sense where you have to get away from yourself for a little bit. Yeah. Some artists, they don't have good relationships, but they rap a lot. That's tough because it's like, mm, like you could have no good relationships and your music is your life. And then when you start having them, you never want to change. And the people, you don't care if people want you to change. Yeah. And like, he's fuck, fuck him. And then your rap could be like, fuck everybody that didn't like me when I was back. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I try to be like, fuck everybody who hate me, but I'm going to turn off my song right now and smoke a bong right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, unplug. Unplug real quick. That's I, dope, I still man. don't know the answer. Yeah. I don't answer. know. Is it better to be that in a relationship or be single? Oh, oh, for you? Yeah. Well, for just in general. No, you should just be single. No. <laughs> most people should just be single. Yeah. Most people. I would say most people. I agree with that, actually. Mm. I agree. It's a broad people. statement. Most in, There's certain words you can use to sound profound, like yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and say some shit. Perhaps. 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 Perhaps Unfortunately, <laughs> this is going to be fortunate, possibly. Oh, man. Dude, okay. So uh, what can people look forward to coming this coming year, man, for you? We got like three weeks left in this year. Um, How about in 2015? I said this coming year. Yeah, you did. Okay, that, my bad. I, um, that was his fault. Sorry. No, it was Chris's fault. Sorry, partner. <laughs> this is weird, too. The more I get, I guess, popular through rap, I realize some rappers don't tell you. Like, they're like, uh-huh. you'll see. Da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trust me, we've had a bunch of us. <laughs> outside, of, outside, outside of actually just making songs, performing them, making visuals, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be more... Looking at the script that I've written, uh, looks like t- next year is going to be more people looking at the same shit I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only thing that's going to change. It's still going to be like, you know, the shit I'm, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know. Like Just that, more eyes. Same year, more eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's dope though. If it's, it's dope, if it's dope, that would mean I'll keep rapping. If it's not dope, I'm not going to rap no more. Because like, at this point, I've rapped for 13 years. You know what I'm saying? To me, I'm a vet. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. You know, but if people, if I'm a massively pushed artist and then not the way I am, I feel like I could be appearing like I don't even like my music when I enjoy it. But if people come at you like, hey, tell us this and tell us that, that means press is asking you about things they don't care about. Yeah. But if you always have people coming at you and they care, 
then it's different. You'll tell them, hey, that song meant this to me, or this meant that. But the more press comes at you, and you're sitting there talking about your art, it just becomes a, a advertisement for the press. For sure. You know, so. for sure. You're filling space. Yeah. Um, uh, more live shows though, right? For sure. I know. I, I know a, people. Yeah, I have a um a show coming up at the Fresh Yard in San Diego. Right on. Um, January 10th. Okay. It's a Saturday. Um, I'm gonna be releasing some things, and uh, my Instagram is at uh, C Young Raps. Uh, my Twitter is at Chris Young Raps. So right. it's kind of confusing, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be like information on where you can get it and all that. And you guys will see the links on the, on, if you're listening to this on iTunes, tune in or Stitcher, go over to Crappy Awesome and the links will be up. Um, also you can go to Platform Collection and catch, uh, you can stream his album and see his latest video there too. So go over there and do that. Do that right now. You should be doing that right now. Play the podcast and do that. Play the podcast. That would be awesome. It's like a soundtrack. The links. Dude, thank you so much for being on the show, bro. How, uh, how long have we been talking? About hour twenty. Oh shit! Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing when, for our when, show. When does this come out? Uh, the it's Thursday after like... next. Yeah. The Thursday after next. Can we take a picture? Yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we, we're going. We have to take. We one. have to. Actually. We have to. Our producer gets all pissed at us. That's what's gonna happen. Cool. Because <laughs> I want to put it on my Instagram and shit, and then tell people when and they can check it out. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, um, guys, uh, support everything Chris does. He's an awesome person. Awesome music. Don't support everything. Um, yeah, well, yeah, except his crazy. Not all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if he tries to cr- climb through your window, <laughs> he said he does that. Yeah, so don't okay. get mad. Yeah, right? don't be scared. Yeah. Window hopping. Yeah. There's going to be some dude out there who's like, oh, wow, Chris Young's climbing through my window. Oh, you no, 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 nope, bring a drink. <laughs> oh, I'm getting murdered. I'm you getting murdered. Window hopper. <laughs> mad at me because no. I came through the side. I, I guess I got to give a shout out to, to Dove and Peaky for turning us on to Chris, too, by the way. Um, I'm definitely a big fan, dude. Oh man, dude! I, yeah, I, um, I seen you live too. Thank you. That was uh, that was very dope. Um, very dope. What, what else was I gonna ask? I, was, I wanted to ask you. Oh, we gotta do the question, dude. Mm, what Chris zombie? Per- per- I was just thinking that. I was just yeah. thinking that. We, we haven't done it in a while. while. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. Okay. All Not right. that we don't like all your other guests who we don't do it. To. Yeah. No, it's just that we've gotten. They went really long. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, we're gonna do this question we're here. Gonna do with this. You. Explain the background why we C do Young this. The rapper. Uh, it uh, we did it just as a joke. I don't know, 160 episodes ago, and then people started asking, like, "Hey, you should ask the zombie question." Zombie yeah. question. It is the yeah, zombie, zombie question. question. I've already given it away. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm just need you to close your eyes for a second here and just imagine the scenario that I'm going to set for you. Right. You, you don't actually have to close your eyes. I was going to say, you shouldn't do this with me. I'll start oming and doing mantras and shit. Excellent. Yeah, that'd, be, I, um, that'd be great. I want that. That'd be great. Um, so I'm just gonna set the scene for you. We just uh, finished our podcast. You know, we get up, we take our, we take our uh, photos. Mm-hmm. Okay. We go downstairs. You know, whatever. There's hookah here. There's food. There's water. Um, I don't know. We're there's the only ones in this room, by the way. Yeah, in yeah. this room is, and we're on the second floor. Yeah, this is a Even nice, better. safe area to be. I like this. I see two entrances. It looks like. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the windows could potentially, the windows have some bars you think, on them. You think like you mob you you be robbing people or you there, run away. There's from- there's some there's some thought that's been put into this, my friend. Yeah, this, this ain't our first rodeo. So we're up here, we're chilling, we're having a good time. You know, we're having some hookah. There's plenty of food. Uh, there's weapons for some reason in yeah. this room. I don't know Just why. Imagine, but uh, every chicken. weapon you can imagine. And chicken, and chicken, and chicken. Um, so at one point. You uh, decide to step outside to use the restroom, which is downstairs, and uh, you look outside and you see that the zombie apocalypse has happened. A helicopter has crashed in the distance. There's fire and flames. There's dead bodies everywhere. A lot of iPhones. It is, yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's fucked up. Spread it's out fucked everywhere. Fucked up out there. Uh, our producer Hip Hop Eddie is out there getting eaten. Oh no! By oh, a pack man. of zombies. He always gets eaten, even when he's not yeah. here. They're eating his teeth. It's kind of weird. Wow. Um, so that's what's happening. You run back inside. You close the door. There's no reason for us to leave. We have food, we have water, we have weapons. We're up here on the second floor. However, 
either myself mm-hmm. or Siri we'll is going to get bit first mm-hmm. and turn into a zombie. Who's it going to be? If it's him, I'm going to beatbox to see if he can rap and I'll entertain him while you run out. No, 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 no. no, you don't get to make that. You decision. have to decide. Yeah, you're going to have to finish the You're story. Basically, going to kill one of us right now. Something is going to happen. happen. Okay. Okay. How does it happen? How does it happen? See, see, see. He just decided he wants you dead yeah, yeah. right away. Um, <laughs> how? How are you going to turn into a zombie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does it happen? Why? Why would he step outside? Why would I go outside? We're like up here. I'm like, oh shit, man, it's crazy, son. It's crazy. And like, motherfucking people are dying and shit. And like. I turn to the chicken and I'm like, well, we should just finish the chicken. Yeah. yeah. And then you say to me, well, I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, there's only fish downstairs. And then I'm saying, wait, no. And you like, we're so hungry. You kind of set me down. up. Oh. You kind of sent me to the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> you no. see how he did that inadvertently? Yeah. He's like, it's uh, downstairs. <laughs> oh, I set you up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, I did the maybe, though. I did the possibly. You, you I was like, what? no, 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 wait. Yeah. No, I'll tell you, I know why that's happening. He's not happy with the fact that there's another Chris in the room. This, uh, this he is wants to kill the Chris. Yeah. So he could be the last Chris. No, he's this, the last I have Chris. a backup plan. Then he comes back, then we beatbox, and hopefully the zombie raps, and then we just keep running. <laughs> oh, you're just keeping around? <laughs> we going to turn into zombies, too, if it's uh, an apocalypse. Dude, yeah. see, that's what I always think is a nice thing when a guest just yeah. keeps you around. Remember yeah, we kept you around, like, in a box one yeah. time? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why kill me? We could, even, we could even be real synchronistic with this. This PTSD shit I'm yeah. saying, that's the zombie shit. Like, right yeah. now, the zombies have happened. Like, we're all like, war race things I heard in the book. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, what stops a zombie? Like, what is it? Well, they eat other people, and mm. what happens after that? They, nothing. They just keep They don't die, though. Yeah, they, they don't die. Until you shoot them in the head. Then they die. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you have it there you have it <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening uh, again uh, Chris Young Raps on Twitter or just email me if you like this shit yeah. cyoung at blueenigma.net I'll be is. putting a physical mm-hmm. copy of my album out and if you want one just shoot me an email beautiful. boom beautiful there it is there it is you may now flush the toilet shit, I'm like fuck it reflective Mako let's show my perspective Sorry, Mr. Drizzy, but I ain't no fuck boy. Just a SoCal nigga, never gave a fuck boy. Why you niggas spending time pointing fingers at the sus boys? Revolution in my mind, these times we in, they've been corrupt, boy. Like David D, Chuck D, Occupy Wall Street, autism awareness, those funds for cerebral palsy. Genocide of Africa, Uncle Sam been after us. Bob said the deep shit's played out, but it came out. I was chasing pussy, nah, nigga chasing destiny. Festivals doing Molly, but the truth is true ecstasy. Only hype I like, that nigga made videos. Only gunplay I like, cartoons and cereal. Cash rules everything except your soul I'm a rebel with a cause James Dean spitting blows For this rap shit, we excited for the future New school brought it back Fuck labels, we got computers Eminem station, I was spitting with juice So don't scribble me out the damn Cause damn, I battle you R.I.P. to Chris Lighty, he told me to keep it true He said if your career's a movie Which film would it be, dude? I was the only nigga in Jersey that he seen Rapping in his car, sporting some skinny jeans I didn't have an answer, but he knew I was mean He spoke about 50's book that he's making with Robert Green That same night we went to NY, I was 18 at the time, Charles Hamilton just got signed, little did Lighty know, I was crazier than him, he saw me rock the club and gave me props again, I tapped him on the shoulder and told him I wanna win, if movies my life, Donnie Darko is what I'm in, security cracked the rope, then I went back to the streets, confronted these crooked teachers.
bitches. I challenged all those police. I stayed at Jimmy Iveen's. They I told me some things. Introduced me to ski team. Created my own regime. Signed a contract. Left the contract. Cause me and the universe kept in contact. Now I'm looking at this world. They call it the last days. I'm smoking my last slip. It dropped in the ashtray. If this is a draft day, I'm Jordan in 84. Behind Sam Bowie. The game don't even know me. About to make history. Prophecies and mysteries. They spoke of this Messiah, but nah, I'm speaking differently. If God made Jesus his only begotten son, I'm Mother Nature's only child. They call me C. Young, the forgotten one. Sitting in the back of the class. Shit, they always called my name last. So I'm used to being patient while all y'all is pacing. Doing the game foul like all y'all is flagrant. And I got off the bench, six man with a six cents. Drizzy left the loop at the end, and here I am by tribe in the sky. My God, you feel the wind? Alchemist with the pen. See, young, here he goes again as the sound of a trumpet cracked a hole in the sky. Woke up the American dream. They poisoned my American pie. Like Kendrick on Buried Alive. R.I.P. to Chris Light. He can't believe that he died. Why? We constantly had to expand the opportunity and expand the realm of existence and possibilities for the artist. And now, uh, being able to, the internet being, being a big play in our business and the realms of possibilities are really endless. Mm -hmm. So we can constantly push the envelope. Sorry, I ain't no fuck boy. Just a soul cow nigga that never gave a fuck boy. Vibe. In the media rights, get it right. Six one nine. And you know, ten years ago you would have said we're gonna sell water, I would have laughed at you. But now I'm like, we're gonna sell water, we're gonna do an energy shot, and we're gonna do it in timing, and we're gonna try and feed a billion kids. And you know, we're gonna take a gangster rapper who got shot nine times and turn him into the hip hop bone.